Spaffer's on a war footing, above criticism, posing for pictures in a fighter plane. Spaffer's on a war footing, forget Partygate, it's war for political advantage again. Spaffer's on a war footing, appearing Churchillian when he closes his eyes to better fantasise. Spaffer's on a war footing, God help us, it won't be the first time the body's piled high. Hello and welcome back to the Protest Family Podcast, Episode 5, War. Because there's only one story dominating the news, triggering the mutually assured destruction generation and enabling poor politicians to reinvent themselves in order to escape criticism or groom themselves for further glory. Starting with the MP for Instagram. As Liz Truss prepares for war. Listen to me in my new serious voice. We're going to war. We don't have a choice. So here's a picture of me with my new serious hair in a serious tank while our brave troops prepare. Pay attention to me in my new serious face. I'm ready to put Vladimir back in his place. But don't ask me questions. I'm here to be imperious and impress upon you that things are very serious. With my serious voice and my serious hair. Because going to war is a serious affair. And while I offer the Prime Minister my full support, I'll be seriously ready when it's time to cut him short. But while we're still talking about the build-up to war, my poetry has been influenced by a lot of people, and it'll come as no surprise to anybody that one of those people was John Cooper Clarke, and of course that whole generation of punk poets. But one of the other poets that seriously influenced my joy of poetry and my writing was Hilaire Belloc and his cautionary tales for children. And in that vein, we have Spaffer flies to Ukraine. Spaffer body counts in Ukraine. While back home, Sue's not named the name, nor has Cressida, whose investigative prognosis is to name no names in a fixed penalty notice. We now see Safe Big Dog in action. A report without need for redaction cites numerous cases of bad behaviour, leadership and judgment failure, bullying and drinking culture, all the faults of the management structure. Thus the investigation, admittedly provisional, finds no fault with no named individual. The ensuing debate in Parliament saw the Speaker end the argument by throwing the SNP's Blackford out with a smirk on body counts face throughout. The Scotsman's crime to tell the truth, obvious to even the most hapless sleuth, that the PM, without doubts, has once more misled the House. The rules of Parliament, it transpires, protect the members from being called liars, with more weight lent to disrespect than statements patently correct, while protecting the scoundrel prepared to channel the ghost of paedophile Jimmy Savile. Let's not forget that disdain for investigation of the same is what gave Spaffer his name. But back to the report itself before it's found a convenient shelf, compiled by the woman responsible for MP Damien Green's downfall when he touched Kate Maltby inappropriately and used work time to watch pornography. She also did a review less blue of what was said at Plebgate too, but on Partygate she's circumspect, as we've already come to expect, handing over on its release responsibility to the police, who already hinted their intention is for names to not be mentioned. So as Save Big Dog hits its peak, it was time for Starmer to speak, with calls for integrity and honesty, action with moral authority, not the cruel smirks of superiority, protected by an 80-seat majority. But his calls for body count to resign would require a leader with a spine, not a naughty kid prepared to try to hide behind a preposterous lie, so obvious and fake, 
as ambushed by a birthday cake. But if the 1922 committee, by clever speech or desperate pity, allow body count to stay in roll, then they'd do well to avoid a poll, all of which now say the public think he's had his day. His loyalists, increasingly few, have got some catching up to do, like Truss, newly deeper voice, and Dorries, who, if given the choice, would rather another G&T than an interview on the TV. News just in, by the way, that the Met Police now say that if body count is handed a fine, then he will be named at the time. So if Dame Dick's prepared to deny him, how much time will this trip buy him? Kaspafa body counts in Ukraine. A statesman-like wave on the steps of the plane can't explain to a nation in pain from the doers I say as not the doers I doers, with families in castles and morals in sewers, with lockdowns for you and parties for them and lies again and again and again that it's one rule for them and another for you. Just how long do you think that he thinks that will do? And while Liz Truss poses in tanks, Boris Johnson, or Spatha body count, buries party gates, Priti Patel was pulling up the drawbridge. Visit in Poland to speak about you, but you can't come in. I'll light up a building in yellow and blue, but you can't come in. We'll tell the world that we're leading the world, but you can't come in. And your criticism will go unheard Cause you can't come in No, you can't come in No, you can't come in This is pretty little Britain Such a pretty little Britain That immigration is forbidden And you can't come in I promise you my solidarity But you can't come in You'd be better off in Poland or Germany Cos you can't come in We're being just as generous as we can But you can't come in We're expressing our love for our fellow man But you can't come in No, you can't come in No, you can't come in this is pretty little Britain, such a pretty little Britain that immigration is forbidden and you can't come in. I'll set up a centre and then lock the door cos you can't come in. There's a process to follow just to make sure that you can't come in. And don't forget you're a security threat so you can't come in. And we still haven't housed the Afghans yet So you can't come in No, you can't come in No, you can't come in This is pretty little Britain Such a pretty little Britain that Immigration is forbidden And you can't come in No, you can't come in No, you can't come in this is pretty little Britain, such a pretty little Britain that immigration is forbidden and you can't come in. And while we're talking about using the war in Ukraine to bury bad news, this is a poem that I published on the Write Out Loud website. Not in the style of Rudyard Kipling, 
This is not if. When the cut and thrust of politics is real, when the cut and paste apologies are fake, when the facts matter less than what you feel and truth and lies are given equal weight, when I get it and I'll fix it are a sham, when extremists are emboldened by your act, when you genuinely couldn't give a damn and your policy does nothing but distract, when you use your privilege to tell a lie, when you prey upon the people's hopes and fears, when a violent act is something that you buy or else incite by very public smears, when contrition is a barely fleeting phrase before deceitful boasting rears its head once more, when history is written by the days, each sentence worse than the one before, when you're leading them without a destination, when you're leaving them to fend for themselves, when self-confidence is your only salvation, it's time to start to draft your farewells. When the authorities are knocking at your door, when your champions look the other way, when your last ditch distraction is a war, then accept that this big dog has had his day. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, uh, people are having to deal with the reality of the Russian invasion. And this is a true story, although somewhat more prosaic than the actual true story is. There are tanks at the gates of the city, and in the fear that their presence breeds, stands a woman confronting the soldiers, handing out sunflower seeds. This is my city, she tells them, and in this city we all may die. So know when you fall for your master's glory, a sunflower will grow where you lie. There are tanks at the gates of the city, and in the still that all soldiers know, lies the ground upon which many will fall, and one day sunflowers will grow. And although the story about refugee access to the UK is slowly changing, there's still plenty of opposition to it from Brexit MPs, and right-wing talk shows are full of armchair generals, all forgetting who the real victims of war are every time. This is armchair generals. Armchair generals firing other people's bullets with other people's sons express sympathy with the refugee who would be welcome here if they weren't such a risk to national insecurity. And Lincolnshire is full, says Lee, even if they're willing to pick fruit. What has Liz's dressing up box got for us today? Fighter pilot, tank commander, recruiter for La Légion Étrangère. She's unlikely to dress to protest or to campaign against the war. That's what the other lot are for. The minister for Instagram will give up glam, but only for a message of might. She wants you to fight. Don't let her tell you that it's simple. While the policy to sanction fails to seize a single yacht or mansion, despite the fighting talk trying to be the hawkiest hawk, it's easier to call to arms than boycott wealthy friends. As a wise man once said, bayonet is a weapon with a worker at both ends. We've got lots more to talk about. The single Vlad the Invader. Protest family in the recording studio. Watch out for the river coming very, very soon. And me co-writing Sue Says with Willie Dowling. Much more on that story another time. But for now, war is the new COVID. And we're going to leave you with Derek. You remember Derek, right? Derek's boycotting the meerkats. 
stopped drinking Smirnoff and Coke. He'd never been one for the ballet anyway. He's never been quite that woke. He's boycotting Baltica Lager too, since they stopped selling it in the spoons. But watching Chelsea on the sky's okay, since they split with their Russian tycoons. His missus has got chicken Kiev for tea, and told him not to call it Kiev. She should stay out of Holland and Barrett too, at least that's what their neighbours said. Apparently their dish gets Russian telly, on the news they called it RT. Derek says it's alright to just not watch it if it came with the other channels free. He's got a knockoff Ukraine football top off a bloke with a market stall and a flag but he's not sure he'll fly it. It's no cross of St George after all. He's a fan of a plucky Ukrainian mind. He likes it that they'll stay and fight. Not like them channel dinghy Syrians flooding in day and night. It's not like there's room in this country. Some fruit picking, but that's about it. So Derek's boycotting the meerkats. Derek's doing his bit. <laughs>